If you have your Bibles, let's turn with me to the book of Daniel. We're going to revisit what we're talking about this morning. Uh, I just barely got started on a subject that I'm going to be on for a while because I've been on this subject several months because I really believe I, I, was, I was before the Lord and I said, Lord, what is it that's blocking us? What is it? Many of your lives I'm praying with you about things and things are blocking you. And then in this church, there's things that like, it seemed like, it seemed like we were circling the same wagons, see? And, it, and the Lord doesn't want that. God wants, everybody say advance. Anytime that we're not advancing, then something's wrong. I mean, that doesn't mean we're wrong, but it means something is wrong. Because God is all about increase. That's Him. God, God's all about increase, and God's all about advancement. So when my life is not advancing, then I need to stop and just check, check myself and just see what. And when I began to pray over your life and my life and this church's life, why we were not advancing, this is the area of subject that God cared me to. And what the Lord revealed to me, that there has been a strategic assault planned against this particular fellowship. Now, probably all of Camden too, but especially against this particular fellowship. It's like, it's like in, I say hell because that's not where Satan is, but that's where we all identify him as, you know. That like in hell, there's this, like this rich light up that when you begin to get close, too close, and it begins to bring fear in the camp of the enemy because afraid of what God's called you to do, what God's going to ask you to do, like a red light bulb. It's like an alarm goes off in hell. And it's, it, 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 uh, what it does, it calls, it calls higher demonic powers, not just demon powers, but higher spiritual powers than what you have been fighting. See, if the, if the little guy, if you've been advancing with the little guys, then they call in the bigger guys. And, and literally, somebody says, well, how does that fit with what the cross is paid for? It's the same way the cartel fits in with the laws of the land. I mean, the cartels today, they're illegal, right? The things they do are illegal, but they still do them, don't they? I mean, there's certain areas of certain cities that you can't drive into because of gangs. If they're not legal, the things they're doing, the things that Satan is doing is not legal. It's already been paid for at the cross of Jesus. But somebody shout, we need an enforcer. We need an enforcer. We need an enforcer. We need an enforcer. And in some situations, God calls us to be the enforcer. In other situations, God himself is the enforcer. And so a lot of times, there's a lot of strategy involved in this because a lot of times the, the Lord will allow the enemy to overplay his hand. Now, he did that with Jesus. When he crucified Jesus, he overplayed played his hand. The Bible said if he would have known, he would have never crucified the Lord of glory. Man, his problems didn't decrease. The devil's problems increased greatly when he crucified. Well, that's the way it is in your life. A lot of times, a lot of times the Lord will allow the enemy to overplay his hand in your life. But during, during that overplay, it's really difficult. I mean, it's really hard. And because of this, it has been known to keep miracles, keep prayers from being answered for years. There's, 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 the enemy is able in the realm of darkness to build blockage that literally can stop the hand of God from moving. Now, that's not saying that some, some of the blockage in my life, I caused it with my own rebellion. I need to repent and change and turn from it and allow it. But some, some of it, you or I didn't cause. Some of it because the devil, because we began to intermingle with some things that was going to destroy the Like, for example, many of you are called in the area of giving. 
And that's why you're fighting financial difficulties so hard. Because God called you to be a blessing. So the devil has launched an assault. I mean a big boy assault against your life to keep you from advancing. Because you being blessed is one thing. But you being a blessing like God wants to bless you through you is another thing altogether. Now, and we're up against when you begin to move into that second arena of demon powers, you're, you're moving into some strategic uh, planning. I mean, these demonic powers, I mean, well, I, I want you to say, I don't want you to, we, we always laugh about the demons being little drawed up things, little pointy tails and little pointed ears. That's not there. That, that's all a lie. That's not what they are. That's not what they look like. That's out of mythologe. In fact, that's, that's out of demonic with mytho- mythology. That's pictures that somebody created in their mind or, or something uh, years ago. That, that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about, stra- I'm talking about strategists. Everybody say strategists. See, the enemy has strategists. And for heaven to call it a war, for the enemy to be able to cause so much havoc in heaven, that heaven called it a war, that's, that's a real strategy. Because you have to be something to try to outsmart God. You hear? And so that's a real strategy. And I'm talking about strategy. I'm talking about the guy. I'm talking about the being that inspired the son of Sam to do the murders he did. I'm talking about the being that inspired Hitler to kill the million or so Jews that he did. I'm talking about evil, very evil. And these, and these demonic powers and the higher levels of them, they've inspired nations and they've inspired Nero and they inspired all of the uh, demonic things that's taken place. I'm talking about real strategists. I, I know we, 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 we're wrong at times. We, we laugh about it. We, we laugh about, the, oh, the devil's just nothing. Just kick him away with your foot and, and stuff like that. That's, that's not, that's a lie. God doesn't treat him like that. Now, the wonderful thing about it, when you're talking about an angel, you're talking about a large created strategist being. You're talking about one angel that was able to destroy 175,000 fighting warrior men in one night. One angel did that. One angel was able to say, so you're talking about a real strategist. So what, what you're talking about is coming through. That's why your prayers are so important. That's why you cannot give up Whatever it is that's blocking the answers to the prayers, whatever is stopping, I mean, it's, it's stopping a lot. Of that. It can be stopping God from sending the right person into your life. It can be stopping the right relationships being developed. It, it, can, it can stop, uh, I mean, issues of health. All that you can't, there's probably unlimited the amount of strategy that the enemy has and that he launches against us. Now, usually, we don't fight against that level. How many know it's gotten pretty crazy in the last few years? How many of your life has got a lot more crazy? Yeah. So usually we don't fight him. Usually we're just fighting demons. And demons are. Demons are disembodied spirits. They don't have a body. Somebody says, where are they coming? Well, there's a lot of, of speculation on where demons... Let me just give you one quick idea. All right, one quick idea. The Bible says in the book of Genesis that the sons of God went into the daughters of men and hybrids were born. Half angel and half humans were born. That was prior to the flood. They were called nephinims, is, is the name, was the, was the 
Hebrew word for it, the Nephinims. That's what they were called, the giants. The Bible says that the sons of God, which sons of God is revealed in the book of Job, which, is the, which, which dates back earlier than any of the books of the Bible. In the book of Job, the sons of God is, is revealed as angels. When the sons of God came, and so they were angelic beings, and it says that some way, I don't, I don't know, I don't understand that kind of evil, but I do, I've, I've seen kind of evil like this, son of Sam murders and serial killers, and, and I don't understand how people can get that evil. I, I, don't, I don't see how darkness can get that dark. But there are things that conspire all of that. They feed people's minds, and it becomes a real dark place. Well, that conspiracy took place after Lucifer, which was the shining one. The Bible says he was so beautiful. And said the day he was created, he was created as a praise and worship instrument. Yes, Mary. Oh, yeah, Mary. Yes. yes amen. And you know what, Mary? There, there was a day. There was a time and a season it's where any time we talked about evils, those, the babies would have been the first ones that we would mention. But I'm going to show you how, how just the enemy has silenced us. I mean, he has caused us to be comfortable with baby murders. He has really caused that to be happening. There was a day, man, when we can, we can mention abortion in this church, and, man, you talking about a fight. Man, you could see anger come on every face in there, and you could call everybody, just let me at them, you know. <laughs> but we've become comfortable with that. We've become comfortable with darkness. But no more, thank you, Mary, for calling our attention to that, because that's, that's to be no more. But in this, in this evil conspiracy that, in that once, once Lucifer fell because of pride and he was cast down to the earth, and then those fallen, and then a third of the world's angels, or heaven's angels, became uh, darkened too. And they came, and they were here. The Bible says that some of them even went to that next stage of evil. And they, they went in to have sexual relationships, a, an angelic being with woman here on earth. And the Bible says, because that, they were giants. What King James Version says, giants. But the Nephilims, they're, 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 they're uh, beings, they're hybrids. Half, half spirit and half flesh. Horrible beings. But that's prior to the flood. So when the flood, I'm just giving you a possibility. So when the flood took place, the physical part of that being died. But the spiritual part of that being that was eternal lived. So that's a possible place that demons could have arisen because they don't have bodies. And so a demon has to find a host. It's craving host all the time. It, for, it to have, for it to have any existence, it has to have a physical body or a person that will yield to it. And I want to tell you what, I've, I've seen some things. Uh, there was a time that this church was so antagonistic to evil toward where literally that we would take campaigns against witches 
uh, not the people, of course, but spirits. During that period of time, I backed off of it because my family personally came under such a threat. Witches in the area threatened to burn my house with my children in it. And I would, I'd be away for out of town at that time because I was having to take care of most of the ministry. I'd be away out of town and I'd get a call from a pastor. And I remember Ryan Bland right there in Fort Ice, he, he called one night and he said, Jerry, he said, somebody just got saved at my altar and he said, tonight the witches are going to burn your house down with your children. I tell you, evil. I'm talking about levels of evil. And, and when, when you begin to challenge darkness, darkness, it, it don't just run off. You have to dig your heels out. That's why the Lord said, put on the full armor of God. And that's why the shoes that God told us to wear, they literally have cleats on them six inches high. So that you can dig your feet in and make a stand for right. So, but there is levels that are higher. And that's what we find in Ephesians. The vision talks about there is a strategy that's higher than demonic. And it's fallen angels. And when you get into fallen angels, you have so many different ranks. Because when you get into godly angels, there's so much ranking. There's archangels. There's covering angels. I mean, there's, there's so many different kinds that handle, handle. The kingdom of heaven is set up in divine order. Every person knows their job, knows their position, knows what they're doing. Well, when darkness came, darkness had that order to develop its order from. And that's why the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, uh, uh, chapter six verse 10, 12, it says, For we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness and high places. We fight realms of darkness that are there. So there is a war, and many of you have attracted that. Your love for God is what attracts that higher level of, of act, spiritual activity. Somebody says, well, I just won't love God. Well, isn't that a good answer? Just lay down and let him roll over you, and he'll destroy because Jesus came and said, the thief comes. That's all he comes for is to steal, kill, and destroy so he's either going to slip up on the backside of you and work to try to destroy and kill your life or you're going to stand up against him and you'll hit him face on and, and he's still got that same desire though. But we have the Lord. But now there, there has to be no fear when it comes to de- de- demonic activity. Man, I have been an altar cause. Back in the old church, we be- that's where we dealt with for, for so long. I've been an altar cause. Now, kids, don't let this scare you. But I've, I've been an altar cause. Literally, when I would begin to pray for somebody, their, their beings would change. I was praying for a man that was from up north one night. And that, at that period of time, we was attracting a lot of people, praying for a guy. And literally, I stood there as I began to lay hands on him. That man literally changed into a wolf. I mean, his facial features, he became a wolf. And he started trying to bite my hand that was literally there. But somebody say in the name of Jesus. But in the name of Jesus, you never have to be afraid of a demon. All they can do is try to scare you to death. You know? 
So you just determine, I'm not scared of any demon because I have the name of Jesus. Jesus said he had given us power over all the power of the enemy. And that in the name of Jesus, we will cast out demons. And so we, God's given us that power. You never have to fear a demon. It's, it's two places to fear a demon. Number one, he'll make you hurt yourself if you're scared of him. And number two is deception. He'll just try to deceive you. I mean, what they do, they have influence in our minds. They have, they have influence. They'll try to influence you to making bad decisions. And that's one of the major things that demonic powers do. Is try to, that's proved out under when Jesus was here. They, there, they try to make you make bad decisions. To, to, to destroy your life or destroy your finances or destroy your home or destroy your relationships. They try to get you to do that through making bad decisions. That's why young people, you man, you just got to be on your guard. And that's why it's just so good to just trust in the Lord. Every, everything, instead of don't make decisions on yourself, always lean on the Lord. Say, Lord, I need you to make this decision for me. And ask the Lord, Lord, give me scriptures. I tell you, that, say, Lord, give me scriptures. And the Lord will give you, and God will guide you, and he'll lead you, and he'll forever protect you. Isn't it wonderful that you can be protected by God? Now, you know, I tell you, one of the best things to be is a demon chaser. That, that's better than a ghostbuster. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be a demon chaser, to be able to uh, see it, sense the evil that's trying to take a hold in people's lives and then to be able to pray against it and take authority over it in Jesus' name. So you don't have, you don't have to argue with the demon. You don't, have to, you don't have to do any of those things. All you have to do is use the name and stand your ground. Use the name and stand your ground. So, but now it's a little different when it gets up to a higher level. So we're going to close out Let's go over to Daniel chapter 10 and let's see, look at that higher level of anarchy, that higher level of darkness. <clears throat> the higher level of darkness that is listed in the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 10. Is this interesting to anybody? I tell you what, I've, I've been in this for the last several months. I'm so thankful as you allowed me not to go for, go for a season to preach. I almost can't study anything like this and preach at the same time because I'm preaching one level, studying one level. And so I almost have to pull out of the pulpit to be able to find what new thing God is trying to talk to us about and what new direction God. So I thank you for the last several weeks I've been able to pull out the pulpit and I just appreciate it so much. And we had, we had just wonderful speakers. I mean, we've had powerful, mighty men and women of God and it's just been so wonderful. But it's also been wonderful for me because it's given me to be able to follow the Lord's, what he was trying to deal with me about. I kept trying to deal with it and, and preach too, and I wasn't getting anywhere. And so to be able to lay aside normal preaching, to be able to find out what God's trying to do. I do believe God is trying to use, I do believe that this answer for a lot of our lives. Not everybody's life, but a lot of our lives. And the, the situation is this. Those higher levels of darkness, they fight uh, uh, that was what th those red lights went off in hell when Moses was born. When Moses was born in the Old Testament, those lights went off and it summoned high levels of darkness against him. I mean, who can believe? Do you realize that that demon power was so evil? He killed every male child in Egypt to try to kill Moses because he could sense he could sense that there was something special but see because the, the 
that uh, demonic power, not demon powers, but these fallen angels, they're also dead spiritually. So they're, even though they're strategists, they're dead spiritually because they have no spiritual life in them, so they have no discernment. They could detect something was happening, that there was a movement on earth, but they couldn't tell where it was. And so that's why they had to make the scope for every male child, every the oldest male child in Egypt to be killed, trying to find Moses. That same thing happened with Jesus. When Jesus was born, it went off in hell again. That alarm went off that there was to deliver something that happened. And I don't think darkness knew what it was, but they just knew there's something, there's something happening. And that's why they killed every baby in that whole town to try to kill Jesus. They wasn't alive, so they're not alive spiritually. So they don't have discernment. So they couldn't find it. They could just tell something that's going on. And so they couldn't find Jesus. If they had enough sense, all they had to do was follow the star. You know? But they literally couldn't. So in Daniel chapter 10, notice what it says. Then we'll be closing. We've got seven minutes. Then he said, this is the angel talking to Daniel. Daniel's been praying for 21 days. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. Isn't that wonderful to know? Isn't this, isn't this a wonderful message to us? That from the very first day, somebody say the first day. The very first day that you begin to pray, heaven hears that cry. It said from the very first day, the heaven hears. And I have come, that's what this angel said. I have come in answer to your prayer. The very first day, he said, God loves you, Daniel. From the very first day, I came. Your father loved you and your father sent me. But, notice what verse 10 said. But, for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. I want to show you a possibility. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul said, I was carried by the spirit into that third heaven, to the throne room of God. I want to show you a possibility of of a third heaven, or a third heaven is what we normally call heaven. It's where the throne of God is. That's what Paul said there. It's the throne of God. It's where you hear secrets and wonderful things. You can go to the book of Revelation then and see what it looked like. It was so good. The throne of God is there, and they're standing right in front of the throne of God is these marvelous creatures. And these marvelous creatures have four faces on them. And every face is turned in a different direction. One of the faces is the face of a lion. <laughs> because it's the character of God. It's the character. Not only is that before the throne of God, the book of Daniel tells, the book of Ezekiel for him, tells me that that is also on earth. That's why God is going to and fro looking for somebody that will let him be real in you. Because one side of the Lord and one face is the face of a man, the compassion of a man. That God's compassionate. He's merciful. He's caring. The other face is the face of an eagle. So wise and so strong. 
and able to see, and there's nothing happening in our lives that the eyes of God are not able to see. You know? And the other face of God that's revealed there is the face of an ox. Ox being the servant of God. And the Bible says this marvelous creature is in front of the throne of God. And then this marvelous creature has two large wings. And he takes those wings and they folds them inside himself. And then these wings are covered with eyes, which the Bible says are the seven spirits of God. One spirit with seven powerful anointings that the Spirit of God wants to do in all of our lives. That's why I was talking to a young lady after service this morning. She was just crying, weeping. Two young ladies. I can weep thinking about them. One had just came and she said, Brother Jerry, I, I just found out that my husband's having an affair. And her little heart was so broken. So I took her and I just held her in my arms. And I said, I'm so thankful that God has anointed to heal the broken heart. That's one of the anointing. That's one of the spirits of the Spirit of God. That there is an anointing to heal broken hearts. And in the, these huge wings that are before the throne of God, the Bible says they're enfolded in themselves. And you know that's where God's called us to live. You're looking for the place of peace? It's inside those wings. The wings, that means covering. God gives a covering for your life. It's Psalms 91 is what it is. He that dwells in that secret place of the Most High abides under the shadow of that covering. That God just literally takes you. and That's why worship is so important in your experience with God. Because when you begin to worship God, God pulls you to Himself. And He takes His big covering wings, folds them around you, and pulls you to Himself. And in that place, Psalms 91 says, I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge, and He's my fortress. I can trust Him here. You also find that very description in the Song of Solomon. When it says, the Lord carried me up into His treasure house. And He helped me close. And He whispered to me secrets. It's in that place right there. So that's, that's all that's right in front of the very throne of God. And that's what happened. An angel was sent from that heaven. So I just get it for your speculation. You got the third heaven where God's throne is. Then you've got the first heaven. It's where we live. It's literally 62 miles high. <laughs> That's why the atmosphere is 62 miles. It's literally 62 miles high. But really, we see this expanse further than that. And it's the place that declares the glory of God. That's why it's so wonderful to walk out at night and say, Oh, Lord, the firmament declares your glory. 
But in between these two is the blockage points. The Bible doesn't call it second heaven. That's our only problem. So I just, that's speculation for you. You know what the Bible calls it? Midheaven. You read from the book of Revelations and this angels is making these powerful declarations. They said, in the midst of heaven. <laughs> and that really means midheaven. That the powerful angels of God are, are moving through this midheaven. <laughs> you know what they're doing there? They're fighting back the far forces that strategizing against us. Because in that mid area, evidently, and I, so you can put it wherever you want to, but it's that place where evil, the Bible calls it darkness. <laughs> the Bible calls it a dark place, an evil place that strategizes against little babies to kill them, that strategizes against lives, that strategizes with cancers and, and all types of disease and all types of problems. And, and they're strategizing there just like they did with Hitler, saying, kill all the Jews and and in that place, I don't know, you can watch some of Carmen tapes and they give you some ideas. <laughs> I, want to do, I do want to give you a couple of books that would really be good for you to read. They're real old books. This used to be required reading. Every leader in our church and every student in the school used to have to read these. Number one is called This Present Darkness by Frank Peretti. And it will reveal to you the way the enemy moves. And see, one of this present darkness. And what's the, what's the, what's number two? Piercing the darkness. And there's a third one called the prophet. But, but just reading one of those books will give you an eye-opening idea of the way dark angels operate. One of those books is talking about a town, how dark angels come to destroy a town. And they're so biblically based. The other one is, is a biblical, or is a description of them coming against a Christian school. And how they activate these things. And used to, that was required reading for every leader because we felt like we had to have an understanding there. But the Lord's our deliverance. Amen. So it's, it's time to quit. Daniel said... He said, Daniel, he said, Daniel, he said, for 21 days, I've been trying to get your answer here. He said, but there was this evil and the word prince. When you see the word prince in the Bible, it's dealing with, it's the rulers of darkness. That's their name. They're not called a king. They serve over kings. And the princes of evil serve over kings of this world. And it said that this prince of Persia has fought back. And can you imagine the darkness? But I want you to see, I want you to see coming from heaven, trying to come to earth, and having to come through this second heaven where the strategies of evil are. See, the Bible says that he is the prince and the power of the what? He's the prince and the power of the what? The air. And the Bible said, not only is he the prince and the power of the air, he is also the God of what? 
Satan is the God of what? This world. And that from that high and lofty position, he tries to influence every nation. And he even has princes called by those nations' names. Because not only was the angel having to fight the prince of Persia, that prince of Persia had a king of Persia that he was guiding. So, God helps us. But the angel said, it took 21 days. I called for Michael. said, God sent Michael. I don't know what your picture of heaven is. My picture of heaven is this. It's this wonderful place of worship and praise is going on. And I look around and see many of your loved ones that I've, I've been involved in your lives. And I saw many of your loved ones that's there. And I tell you, heaven is a wonderful place. <laughs> I tell you what, you've got some people that's right by some of those fantastic creatures. You've got some family members that's right by there. That's right there at the throne of God. And it's when they're saying, holy, 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 that your family members are saying, holy, holy, holy. And such a wonderful, wonderful, powerful place that, that's taking place there. But what I see there, I see legions of angels. I, I, can, I see that in my mind because I, I, in studying the Bible, I, I see that. I, I, see, I see line after line of these powerful angelic beings to where one of them is able to destroy 175 men in war. And I see these powerful angelic beings standing 15 to 20 feet tall, powerful beings, muscles and strong and powerful and, and all the, the people that sing the angels they have similar appearances and they they all see this mighty powerful light beings I see them in line and I can see them as they shoot out of heaven and they're coming to your rescue and, and they want to be your hero and the Bible says we entertain them and don't even know that they're there they've been there to stop the car wrecks they've been there to stop the situations they've been there to stop the sicknesses they've been there to stop the death they fought for you they fought back the forces of darkness and right now in heaven they're still shooting out of heaven because God the Father is, is sending powerful angels that are hearkening to the voice of his word and they begin to move through that through that realm of darkness do you ever wonder why it took Jesus as long as it did to get back to heaven you remember when Jesus had risen from the dead and he walked on earth and he appeared to, to men there? Remember what he told them? He said, don't touch me because I have not yet ascended. And 40 days later, we know sure that he ascended. But I'm going to tell you what, Sunday we're going to commemorate a man that when he began to move up, Jesus came out of that grave. He defeated hell. He came out with the keys and he started his ascension. I'm sure when Jesus started his ascension there in that second heavenly, I'm sure every devil, every fallen angel, every darkness was lined up saying, don't let him through because he had a mission. And his mission was he had to go in the heavenly portals and he had to take his blood and pour it out on the mercy seat and forever and ever and ever that we could be forgiven for the glory of God. And I can just see my Savior, my hero, I can just see him as he begins the ascension. And he reaches, he, he reaches the top of the atmosphere and he probably goes beyond Mars or somewhere. I don't understand all that. But somewhere there, he begins going through that second heavenly. And every, every evil spirit trying to stop him, every evil spirit, but they could not stop the King of kings and the Lord of lords because he won for you and I for the glory of God. Let's stand together.